second or third month of the bus protest. He had gathered the decision makers for Atlanta to join him in persuading his son to leave Montgomery. Dr. Mays, who was there, said to me more than once during his lifetime that while they went around the room that Dr. King Sr. almost had unanimous decision, Dr. King stood up and began to speak. Few words, but he ended it by saying, I would rather spend 10 years in jail than to turn my back on the people of Montgomery, Alabama, who have placed their confidence in my leadership. Dr. Mays says when Martin Luther King Jr. said those words, he stood up and said, Martin is right. He must go back. And then Daddy King said, well, if you're going back, I'm going with you. Fast forward when Dr. Mays conferred upon Martin Luther King Jr. his first honorary doctorate degree. He'd already earned a PhD. Dr. Mays said in his citation, Martin Luther King Jr., you are mature beyond your years. Wiser. 28 than most people at 60, living a faith that we all preach about and teach about, but seldom experience. I believe, said Dr. Mays, that it was persons like you that the poet had in mind when the poet said, how often we prudent individuals, and I'm paraphrasing, compete for nameless graves, while now and then some unselfish soul forgets himself or herself into immortality. Jail. 
heard about it. Raise your hand for a moment. Amen. I believe we have unanimous consent. The house is voted. <laughs> How many of you have heard about the letter from Reedsville State Prison of Georgia? Dr. King, 
moment he stepped out of the Atlanta jail. And guess what? The jailer, the sheriff of Atlanta, Fulton County, said to Dr. King, Dr. King, you will be safer in my jail than you will be in the DeKalb County Jail. And he was right. So they held him over the weekend, and we went, Dr. King went to trial in DeKalb County, Decatur, Georgia, that Monday morning. We were all there. While the lawyer was laying out the case, here the prosecutor said Dr. King had violated his probation. What probation? Well, you got a traffic ticket six months ago. And the charge against you for the minor traffic violation was four months in prison, hard labor. And while the lawyer was laying out the case in behalf of Dr. King, the judge looked over his bench and said, how much longer is this going to take? I got a fishing trip coming up. That was the picture of justice or injustice in the DeKalb County courtroom. They sentenced Dr. King, or he sentenced Dr. King to four months hard labor, which meant that Dr. King would be on the roads digging and handling rocks and shovels and picks. And before the lawyer could appeal the judge's sentence, around 4 a.m. the next morning, they shipped or transported Dr. King from DeKalb County near Atlanta to the Reedsville State Prison. They carried him 230 miles across the state in handcuffs and chains on his body. And a dog watching over him 230 miles in the darkness. And when we discovered where Dr. King was, he was already locked up. Maximum security. Reedsville State Prison where the electric chair was housed at that time. Everybody was in shock. Kennedy was running for president, and Nixon was running for president, and Nixon was ahead of Kennedy. There was an appeal. Eisenhower was president. There was an appeal to Eisenhower. No response. An appeal to Nixon, who was vice president, running for president. No response. An appeal to John Fitzgerald Kennedy, Senator Kennedy. He called Mrs. King. 
Robert Kennedy called the judge. I don't know what Robert Kennedy said to that judge, but when I get to heaven, I'm gonna ask him. <laughs> what, 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 what did you tell that judge? The judge reversed his decision. Did you hear me? But while Dr. King was in jail, he wrote a letter that he didn't get a chance to mail to Mrs. King. And he started it out like this. Hello, darling. I find myself a long way from you and the children. I am at the state prison in Reedsville, which is about 230 miles from Atlanta. They picked me up from the DeKalb County Jail about four o'clock this morning. I know this whole experience is very difficult for you to adjust to, especially in your condition of pregnancy. But, as I said to you yesterday, this is the cross that we must bear for the freedom of our people. I urge you to be strong in faith. And this will in turn strengthen me. And then he went on in the letter to say something else. When you visit me, please bring the following books. Stride Toward Freedom, Dr. King's book. Paul Tillich's Systematic Theology, Volumes 1 and 2. George Buttrick's The Parables of Jesus. E. Stanley Jones' Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, another book, Horns and Halo, a Bible. A dictionary and my reference dictionary called Increasing Your Word Power. <laughs> this book is an old book and a red cover and it may, lie, it may be in the den or upstairs uh, or in one of my bags. And then bring the following sermons and he lists 18 sermons preached. He wanted Mrs. King to pray. But the key sentence in this letter says I believe that somehow the suffering coming to our family will somehow make Atlanta a better city, Georgia a better state, and America a better nation. Just how I do not yet know, but I have 
Holy Spirit took over and touched the whole political system in America. And Robert Kennedy and John Kennedy went to work. I said that John Kennedy called Mrs. King and Robert Kennedy called the church. Dr. King was released before the letter could be delivered. And that was a mass meeting held, and the news broke out around the nation. And I said that Nixon was ahead of Kennedy in the election process, but some folk got together time will not permit you me to give you all the details and prepared a statement and distributed that statement in Atlanta, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Boston, LA, San Francisco, all of the major centers. endorsed Nixon. Back! <laughs> I have never been able to write so well that I didn't need an eraser <laughs> for my pen. I'm changing my endorsement. And then he said, I'm going to get all the votes I can get suitcase and place them in the lap of John Fitzgerald Kennedy. But guess what? Kennedy won the election by, according to one statistician, less than one half vote per precinct. So, from a jail cell, We met one day in Little Rock, 
standing on the shoulders of Martin Luther King Jr. So, from the grave, Dr. King elected another president. And then fast forward one more time. 